Welcome to our Triune Pod, where we prepare you to praise. I'm the Reverend Nick Comiskey. And I'm the Reverend Ben DeHart. Join us for a conversation about low-key theology, lived experience, and outlandish pop culture as we break down the collect of the day for the coming week. We hope it's an inspiring, maybe a bit irreverent, but mostly helpful way to get you ready for some God time. Welcome back to our Triune Pod. Nick and Ben here. Nick, you haven't talked in a couple of weeks. How is Raleigh? Have you moved in or what are you thinking? Yeah, man, I've moved in. I moved into an apartment, a furnished apartment that is literally across the street from the church. So that's pretty nice. Um, and it's been great, man. The church has been awesome. And I've, I've really enjoyed, really enjoyed the city. I'm, I'm a simple, I'm a simple man, <laughs> Reverend Ben DeHart. If I can ride my mountain bike, if I can ride my bike, if I can listen to post-hardcore music, not in working hours, then I'm good. So that's what I do. You know, my wife hasn't moved here yet. She's going to be here in a few weeks, but I work till about five or six, get on my bike, put on the new fiddlehead record, just roll. So I'm just doing, roll. I'm doing, have you listened to that? Are you into that? Stuff? No, no, I need to, I need to be though. I get all yeah. my music from you. So fiddlehead, man, it's so good. I really, really like it. It's, it's like, I think, I think stereo gum put it like the number one mid-year album. So I'm, I'm certainly not discovering it, but um, it's, it's amazing. Fair enough. So, you know, any diners, any movie theaters, anything in Raleigh that's just. Dude, yes. We have, we talked about the Summer of Love yet? No, we have not. Have you, did you watch no, it? No, I haven't. I watched the McCarthy oh. 321. <laughs> I need to get to that one. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely lame that you watched that. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So there's a really cool independent movie theater that's not too far from where I live, the Rialto. All you Raleigh heads listen to this. Um, and I, like, I think my first full day there, I it was a Friday. And um, I was like tr- writing a sermon up until like 6 or 7 p.m. And I was like, I hate my life. I need to go do something fun. And uh, this independent movie theater was showing Summer of Love, which is Questlove, the, uh, the drummer for The Roots. He made this documentary about a music festival in 1969 that took place over the course of a summer. Some people called it like the Black Woodstock. And um, I think people that are probably well-versed in like soul music or gospel music or that generation of funk music, like Sly and the Family Stone, probably know about a lot of these musical artists, but I hadn't heard of a lot of these artists. And it's, I would say it's half, maybe even 60% concert footage with just a few talking heads interspersed. And uh, they do that thing now that every documentary does after the last dance where they'll like film people watching footage of the, of the, um, of the concert and uh, seeing some of the, and I'm kind of doing a bad job explaining this, but a lot of this footage has been sitting in someone's basement for 30, 40 years. And Mm. so um, they're watching it for the first time. Like some of the artists that performed are watching the footage of it from the first time and and seeing like that there's this group called the fifth dimension and I had never heard of them. They, um, they performed this song from uh, some Broadway play rent maybe or something. I don't know that is just incredible. And then they watch themselves perform it and they were like crying. I was like crying in the theater, like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So um, anyway, yeah, um, I kind of went on a rant there, but some no, of cool. man, check so it out. So actually, um, did you see the article either today or yesterday that <clears throat> is essentially upset because it was advertised as if this was never te- televised publicly when I guess in fact it was. So there's a little bit of a scandal behind it right now. But who cares, people? I'm sure it's awesome. Like, 
whatever if they ran with some ad promo i mean why does something why does everything need to be like destroyed yeah i know i read about that i mean they showed aspects of it like on some public television channel in new york city i think but not like the concert in its entirety gotcha Um, yeah and it was like just on public television like you know like in the 70s it wasn't like it was recorded you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, just chill out people this is a great dude honestly i hate people so much (laughs) (laughs) and with that listeners we're gonna pray because we need it (laughs) this is the collect of the day it's proper 12 and here we go oh god the protector of all who trust in you without whom nothing is strong nothing is holy increase and multiply upon us your mercy that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not the things eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Nick, what do we do with this? Well, yeah, there's a lawnmower like right next to my window. So why don't you riff for a bit and then he'll pass okay. on and then I'll, I'll respond. Is that Guys, cool? You have something, so you, you've thought this a little bit so about raw, it. so raw, listeners. <laughs> Look at us adjusting on the spot. Uh, well, I mean, nothing too profound. I mean, this colic, there's a lot going on in this colic. So I think the easiest thing, the easiest way to start is just our ask is increase and multiply upon us your mercy. We're asking for mercy. We're asking for a gift here. We're asking for something that we, we don't have inside of us. Um, so yeah, keeping in mind, we're making a request here. But when we talk about God before the re- we're, we're saying he protects all who trust in him. Without him, nothing is strong, nothing is holy. And we ask for mercy so that with him as our ruler and guide, we may pass through this temporal life and not lose things internal. So I see here, we call God the protector. We say that he is strong. Those two things make sense to me. But we also say nothing, without him, nothing is holy. So protector, strong, I don't usually equate protection and strength with holiness. I might equate it with protector, strong, ruler, but uh, I thought that was interesting that this collect is kind of equating all of those. And that is the backdrop for our ask that you might increase and multiply upon us your mercy. Any thoughts on you know protection, strength, holiness, ruler guide, anything like that sticking out to you? Yeah, I mean, the image that came to my mind as I was thinking about this collect is like, you know, from like a sci-fi movie when people go out into space and when there's just no oxygen and everything like shrinks and disintegrates because mm-hmm. there's like just no oxygen. Um, I don't know, maybe that's thinking of like Interstellar or um, uh, uh, what's that space movie? Dude, have you ever seen The Event Horizon? With oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that was one of my most terrifying Tifa. movies I ever saw, like in 1996 with my mother. <laughs> anyway, the idea is that without, um, and I think in some ways, you know, this is poetic language and you can, you can interpret this in a kind of spiritual vein. Like if you're not in fellowship with God, you'll wither. But in some ways, I think at the level of like, you know, to sound like uh, Martin Heidegger or something like on the level of being God is the sustainer of all things. Jesus Christ holds all things together, you know, Colossians one. So as a matter of fact, without God, nothing is strong. Nothing is holy. He holds all things together, but we experience that much more in our actual lives as well. You know, when we are not locked into fellowship with God, 
thing, the center cannot hold, man, you know, things fall apart. So um, I didn't really, yeah, think too much about the surprise of nothing is holy, but you're right. That is an odd image. Um, but uh, what I, where my head went more around this idea of there's like solidity in God, you know, there's density of, uh, and without, without the Lord um, who trusts, who, who protects us, um, nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Yeah. So friends, if you have an older prayer book, I'm giving you permission for this Sunday to adjust the collect, because I think that the in 79 for, you know, everyone loves to hate on the 79, but I think the 79 prayer book is incredible. But for this collect, I think it makes a whole lot more sense with when we say, you know, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increasing upon us your mercy, that ruled and guided by you. We, so, we may so pass through temporal things. So when, it, when we, we say it like that, when we're ruled and guided by God, that seems to really bring together the strength and the holiness. Obviously, the strength of like, Lord, give us something that we don't have. Lord, lead us not into temptation. But also this, this kind of guided notion, of course, it involves strength, but it seems to connect to holiness. We want you to guide us steer us clear from all that kills us. And it's, you know, so that we might pass through, through these temporal things and not be turned away from eternal things. Now, also in the old colleagues, they say, pass through temporal good things. It's not like saying, you know, these temporal things that, that don't matter. It's, uh, it's really interesting in that regard of, 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 of what that exactly means. Do you have any more thoughts on that of, you know, God guiding us, God leading us through these temporal things. These could even be good things in order that we not lose things eternal. Or do you have any thoughts on, you know, what, what that means that not lose the eternal? Yeah. Um, well, about that specific question. I mean, I think what this collect is holding before us is the frankly terrifying prospect of not being in, in held in God for mm -hmm our eternal lives. Um, so, you know, to lose the things eternal is in some ways to lose fellowship or contact, meaningful contact with the living God. I mean, I don't know if we want to get into like cosmology and the doctrine of hell. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the, the reach of this podcast, but I mean, I, 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 I think that's what that's referring to in some ways. Um, but the, I started, um, I started watching this documentary, the last night on HBO called the, the hundred foot wave Did you, you haven't watched that by chance. Have you no. um, is it is unbelievable. I mean, it is so good. It's I about keep up with you, man. You watch so much stuff, so much good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I waste so much time. It's so <laughs> insane. No, it's about this guy, Garrett McNamara, who was a pro surfer in Hawaii that kind of burned out and was like running a surf shop. But then he got this vision for um, trying to ride the waves, the world's biggest wave. And the center of the action takes place in Nazare, Portugal, which you've probably seen pictures of this now. It's like the biggest wave breaks in the world. Um, but when they were talking about what it feels like to, to wipe out, as it were, on a huge wave, someone described it like this. This is such vivid imagery. When you're, it's like being in a car crash for a minute, 60 second car crash. And when I think about passing through things temporal, um, I think about the way that we are all, you know, we're all big wave surfers, man. There's swells of 
misfortune and surprising adversity and challenges that we can never anticipate that can just spring up on in any second. And when we are not being protected by God, when God's mercy is not being increased and multiplied upon us, those waves of life can hold us under like a car crash for 60 seconds. And it can lead to this like cryogenic horror of not being in fellowship with God, losing things eternal. So to me, this is, I, I'm getting this from the Paul Zoll commentary, but you know, we're going to, those of us who are fortunate enough to be at the end of our temporal lives and realize that our lives are about to be over, you know, will we be at rest and at peace with the God who made us and with the course and direction of our lives? Or will we have, will we be afraid that we've missed it and that we will be losing the things, eternal love, blessedness, being held by the arms of God. And I think what this prayer is saying is I want to be at the end of my life, confident in the goodness of God and looking forward to spending an eternity with, with God and not losing the things eternal. So this is a, uh, I, I guess I would say this is a kind of sober collect because it's, it's, it's facing the prospect of death and it's asking that our death would be a, a glorious entrance into eternal life, not um, something to despair or fear. Yeah. I mean, the only thing else I'll add, and I love that. I mean, that reminds me of the vampire weekend song, the hold me in your everlasting arms, whatever the song title is for that. Yeah. That, is that and the I Yahweh think, song? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so that we may not lose things eternal, Obviously, the last thing we want to lose is being in connection with this protector, with this one who is our guide, um, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. But I also kind of wonder if it not losing things eternal might also be connected to the things that matter most, like relationships with people. When I read this, I, I thought of when you walk the streets of Manhattan, and you've got somewhere to go and you really want to get there quickly. It is amazing how suddenly people become traffic. These people made in the image of God who will be eternal with you and me. Um, suddenly they're just things. Suddenly I just, they're the biggest inconvenience of my life. And I just, I mean, whether or not this is the, the vibe of the collect, I, help us to pass through things temporal that we may not lose sight of that, which is eternal, whether that be, you know, connection with God, whether that be, you know, loving our neighbor. And there's just so much on Twitter in mass media that is just not concerned about an image bearer who disagrees with us. So Lord, help us to not lose sight of the things eternal because it's bad for us. It's unhealthy. It's great, man. All right, let me pray us out. Oh God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not the things eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. How about that episode of our Triune Pod? Now that you've been prepped for praise, won't you do us a solid and subscribe and review? We promise to keep the outlandish illustrations coming. 
So be sure to join us for another episode of your new favorite podcast.